Hello and welcome to Conversations Need to Be Had. I am your host Chantel Gabriella Jazz and I'm joined today by Sean, also known as El Linko, and we're just going to be having a conversation. So Sean, I finally got you on the podcast. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. <laughs> uh, I thought I should introduce myself, say hello first at least. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Um, yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's, yeah, it's I guess conversations need to be had. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question that I actually have for you is, um, what inspired you to start being so creative? Because you do poetry, rap, dance, you know, you do so many different things. You're also a chef. Like, uh, when yeah. did you recognise that you were so creative? Um, I guess I've always kind of been that way, in one way or one element or another. Um, I, like I guess my dad first noticed that I, I I I could I wanted to be a singer when I was about two. I uh, I think he took me to a show, and um, when we came back, my dad also was a calypsonian, so he made music as well. So he had his mic and his what and setups and stuff in in his in his house, and uh, we come back. And you know, he always tells me the story. You come back, and I grabbed this mic, went up on the front porch, and I was just singing this song. I was Aww. like, you know, and I couldn't really speak yet, so I, I didn't really know, you know, this, the the words or whatever. So I was just saying this, oh, bap bap, oh, bap bap. And so I just, kept, I just kept going like that for like, some kind of <laughs> some kind of wow. And then yeah, so he, from then he noticed, you know, oh, this boy can, you know, this boy can sing, and you got vibes. Um, and you know, I've always loved. At being active and doing stuff, um, joining the choir and stuff. So I guess I probably like when I consciously became aware of it. Probably when I was like five or six. I think when I first started like singing, like you know, in school and stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it just kind of just went off from there. Um, I think with the uh, with the whole kind of different elements to my creativity. So like the cooking and the poetry and the singing and stuff. I guess that kind of developed over time as um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a curious being so you know I'm always trying to find something find some why something is mm -hmm. where it came from um, what it is uh, you know how it's how it can be used and then it's like you know you know I get I, I think we had a conversation I think yesterday or something and I mentioned um, something about a hammer you can hit a hammer you can use a hammer to hit someone in the head really hard you can uh, use a hammer to, uh, you know, tap a nail back in, into the wall, into the, into the board. You can use it uh, to pick something up off the floor. You know, it's like it, it has multiple uses, um, you know, you, you, and so, you know, I started doing poetry. I fell in love with poetry when I was eight and I started writing from then. So that's, wow. that was when I first started actually writing as well, um, when I discovered poetry. And, you know, it was one of those things for me. It was literally, like, it's my second love next to music. Mm. Um, it's, it's one of the things I hold close to my heart. And my poetry, I, I guess, is the, is the main thing I do now. Um, uh, above, all, above all else. Um, and then cooking, always been cooking. My mom and stuff, cooking was just, and food. I didn't eat much food as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally did not eat well. Um, at 13, that's when my appetite kicked in. And yeah, my love for food just 
blossom from there. Now I'm just yeah, straight on food. Was you one of those kids that was quite picky with what you would eat or? I guess in some ways I was. Um, there were certain things I just didn't like the taste of, didn't like the sensation. Broccoli. <laughs> Surprisingly, I always loved broccoli. I still love broccoli to this okay. day. Broccoli, Brussels sprouts were one of those things. I didn't try until like, till I came to England. Mm. But while I was like in Canada and in Grenada as a, as a child, um, it, it you know I never had it. I never experienced that. So like it, I, I always thought I didn't like it. Everyone else didn't like it. But mm. I didn't really. I was I just ate food, man. I ate what was given to me. Uh, you know, but then, yeah, I said I didn't really eat much, so just I, I ate, but I wasn't, mm-hmm. it was not I wasn't picky, it was just like my appetite. I don't, I don't think I had much appetite for food mm-hmm, as a mm-hmm. as a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you touched on in that um, that it was Grenada, and so can you tell the audience a bit about your background, your culture, where you come from? Oh yeah, <laughs> you've, you you've got a lovely uh, story to tell about your journeys experiences in different countries yeah yes yes definitely um so i was born in toronto canada and i moved to grenada at an early age um and i spent a few years in grenada and i flew back to canada and i had a few back and forth between the two How uh, uh in, in the space of like a couple of years or so and then um when i went back to canada i was about seven, six or seven, uh, stayed there till I was eight, came to England when I was eight, and been in England for, predominantly for the past 20 years, but with a couple of years out for, because I went to Canada for, for two, but yeah, so I had, I've had the, the experience of, you know, living in three different countries, wow. with three different time zones, and just picking up the experience from from being there, you know, the the life was very different in mm. Grenada, like, you know, like total opposite of what I've like of living what I'm living now kind of thing. Mm. Um even what, though how was it different? Um, you know, it was for what part for one part I was living on my grand grandmother's farm. Which wasn't really a farm. Was Your farm boy, <laughs> is it? <laughs> it's funny because it's like the land she had it was like just next to the beach. Oh. So it wasn't like you were on a farm and just fields, you Yo. know. Like we had we had a little plot of land for the houses, and then we had a little plot of land for the for the cattle and, nice. the, and, and the sheep and the, and the whatever I think the goats we had as well. Um and then the beach was literally like two minutes away. <sighs> Sounds like, like a dream. Honestly, <laughs> uh, honestly it was. When I think about those those memories there, um, you know, I had a lot of experiences there and I am very fond of, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot. You know the explore the exploration of finding your own food, just being able to just wake up and think, oh, where do, where should I shower today? Like, do I shower under the? We had a cold shower, and then we had like a we had the, obviously the beach, the the seaside. Then we had rivers. We had a we had a river. We had a river up um just like a, a ten minute walk, and then we had a stream. Oh no, yeah, and, and, and a stream as well. So we could like the stream wow. was kind of yeah. So we had like. We had water supply everywhere, so we could just go take a take a take a take a walk by the river, go like freshen up, even catch like fish or crayfish or whatever. Go to the sea, catch fish there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Go rock climbing, doing whatever. It was yeah. It we're was, literally beaming right now, yeah, guys. Like yeah. we're literally smiling so much. <laughs> it's like that's what life's about. It's this ah, oh, those things are so priceless. Like being able to. Being in control of your own consumption, like that is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that that ah, 
I'll I smell just need a minute. Especially while that train goes past. I need a minute. <laughs> But this is conversations need to be had. We are not filtering anything. We want this to be as authentic as possible and for you to feel that you are part of the conversation. So if you hear a little bit of sound effects, just know that we're keeping it real with you because we all got to hear something sometimes at the wrong time. Okay, <laughs> let's keep going. Okay, so me and you, yeah, we go way back. Oh, we, we go way back. Yeah, and, yeah. you know... <laughs> How do we meet? How do we meet again? How do we meet? Because I swear this story makes me laugh every time you, you say it. Cause you make me think of you make me think of a uh, um, of a film like Spirited Away. Yeah, like you know when the characters move, but it's like they're not on the ground. Yeah, like, what yeah. was it that you was like? I was you met we was yeah, at a party. It was, yeah, it was it was um, our friend our friend Nisha. Well, I'll say Nisha for uh, our two friends with you know our mutuals. Um, it was their mom's birthday, auntie's birthday, mm -hmm. um, and uh, what was it? I can't remember what it was. I think Nisha must have mentioned that my friend Chantel is coming, um, coming to her and invite my friend Chantel. I'm just like, I never I think you never met Chantel, so it'd be your first time meeting her. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. You know, because she did, she did mention you briefly, um, in in, in conversation, and then so I went, I went to the. I went to the house and you know it's the usual. Everyone's there. Everyone's celebrating, drinking, and then I'm not. Sh I'm not, I'm not sure if you had been there already or if I got there after you or if you got there after me. I don't know which which, which it was, but I seen you enter this room. <laughs> it was so freaky. This moment was. Just, it was like it was like it wasn't freaky in that sense where it's like oh my god get away from me. But it was more like it was like more like freaky kind of excitement like oh my god this does this this just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't happen, okay? This is not real. Like, yeah, I'm not here right now. It must have been the alcohol or the weed. Mm -hmm. I definitely was high. <laughs> but anyway, like, <laughs> like I'm in the um, I'm 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 in the where am I? I'm not sure if I was in the living room or in the actual computer room, but um, I'm on one side of the room and I I see you enter the room, and there's people around, obviously. So you come in and it's like. You just move through the crowd like they weren't even there kind of thing, but like you you, you glided across the floor. Like, you stepped and glided. Like like you didn't stop. It was just like is it cause is it cause she's nervous? She's not just, just flying through the crowd. Like, or is she, is she just some kind of magical being? And then um, you know, like in that moment I recorded Nisha saying, Yeah, she's like, you know, she's like very like spiritual, like into astrology and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. I never really been um one into astrology i've heard about like um i say i'm saying it's so weird <laughs> like astrology astrology um i've never really been into it like i never really thought about it like i know i'm an aries i know some people are this and that and the other i was just like okay it is what it is um i did look into it you know but i didn't really say i could believe in it and such you know so but then just just meeting you right? and seeing, <laughs> seeing that and i was just like Okay, spirits of it, they exist. Okay, there we go. Okay, there we go. I, I, there, it's, it's, it's a different world out here. You know, it's a different world out here. You just glide. Like, you just glide you, through crowds. Literally, just, you, it was, it you was have like, to glide through crowds. You have to, you have to. But um, it's strange because we didn't actually, we, 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 we obviously Nisha introduced us and obviously we said hello or whatever, but it wasn't. We didn't really, we didn't really, you know, kick off any kind of friendship. We're just like, hello, we just, I just met someone yeah. like, mutual. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I think it was probably 
I think, I don't know what happened. Someone played your music for me. Like, I heard, like, this, like, obviously this is my part of the story, obviously. Like, someone played your music for me, um, or I heard one of your songs, uh, uh, somewhere. I'm not sure if it was Paval. Paval said you did music. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Um, I, but, you know, I haven't heard, I haven't heard your, any of your songs. And I think I heard one, I heard one. I think you played, you played me one. I was like, raw. Must be something new just dropped or something like that. I was like, whoa, she is dope. <laughs> but it's like, for me, it was a different sound. I wasn't used to that sort of, um, I don't know, what, what would you like call your sound? I don't know. I, wasn't really I don't have a specific sound. I mean, yeah. my voice, I have a specific sound, yeah, but yeah. music-wise. Music. I don't know what you listen like, to. I don't know if yeah, it's exactly. house. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't, it, could have been a, it could have been a it could have been a house track, now that like you say that, mm. but I think you're probably working on a project or something with someone mm. back then. Um, but like, even though it was house, your voice, and, and it, it was like, you were singing something differently, but it just blended together. Like two different entities just came together and had a baby, and it was like, <laughs> you know. But it was like it was really, I, I was really touched by it. I was moved by it, and um, it, I don't know, I can't remember where else we met after that. It was just we started. We, mm. we, I had an event and as well, and uh, I invited you to to perform at it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 I think it was that, I think it was that. Mm -hmm. it was That's when we got closer, yeah, we spent that. actual time together. Yeah, yeah. But I think it was around um, Misha's son's birthday that we connected and we went in my car and I was singing you recorded me and stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah, over time, but you know, the rest is history, you know, yeah, but exactly. yeah, it's been, it's been a, an interesting journey. It's yeah, been, yeah. you know, um, one of a lot of exchange of equal energy and, and helping one another mm -hmm. be be strong enough to overcome mm. some really, really big things in life. And like, yeah, so it's, it's a beautiful place that we're at now in our friendship and what is yeah, yeah, going yeah. to be happening. Yeah, and yeah. it's like in these conversations that we usually have, you know, we do take it to a lot of, a lot of different levels and it's, for me as a woman, it's really important for me to have these conversations with a man because I don't know what it's like to have that perspective. Mm -hmm. And no matter how much I can relate to a man, especially one who is of colour, like, I still don't know what it's like. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, it's important for us to unpack, you know, masculine energy and, and what that is in a positive way, mm. but also what that is in a negative way. Mm, mm, and I just mm. wanted to kind of speak on that, like what's mm. your views on masculine energy? Mm, mm, like, mm. how have you seen that in yourself? Mm. And how do you use that to your advantage? Mm. Um, yeah, good question. Um, how would I answer that? Um, so, like, growing up with the... I never really got or you know I never understood this masculine feminine thing I just you know everything was just is you know what I'm saying so it's not until um roughly like colleges and you know you start talking about having different conversations with people that you start that started to un like kind of it kind of started unboxing itself to me um so for me personally I, I I tend not to I tend not to use my my masculine or feminine like kind of energies, I tend not to like kind of objectify them in the sense that they become a thing that is mm -hmm. present in my conscious, in my consciousness, or like it's in my consciousness, but I'm not conscious of it. Like you know what I'm saying? I just do things. I just, I just, because I'm me. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's more like, it's, it's trying to find balance between the two. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's like, 
for for mask, I think it's it, it, it's let's 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 say like this. So like my relationship with, with my dad is like from my point of view, like growing up, I believe it's it's always been like just brute force masculine, like just like like man, just be manly. This that like it's it just it, it, it that's what it just feels man. Like. You know, man, man. like man, like it's like more a man. <laughs> You know, not taking not taking away from from my dad, but it's like, you know, having seeing seeing the ones I grew up obviously coming to London. Um, I I was with my dad over here. My dad moved to London. Um, when I was when I was still in Grenada, actually, you know, he, moved to, he came to London. Um, and stayed there. And coming over here, I didn't have my mom with me, so I noticed that you know, certain things I was, I bring to my dad, he couldn't understand. And you know, um, he couldn't grasp what he didn't know how to deal with. Mm. And you know, I started to realize the it, it was his 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 image of or you know of masculinity. You know, like you know, feeling masculine and trying to make me feel masculine mm. or teaching me how to feel masculine, like how he feels it or how he how he probably would want to feel it, like you know, you know, while he was young or whatever, right? Um, but I feel like. It's it, it it gets like oh, what's the word here? Uh, toxic in a sense. Like I think when you when you just you just over masculine everything. Like you know everything has to be like macho. Everything has to be. You can't have like that vulnerability. You can't have that that nurturing side that the feminine like energies have. Like you know like mm. the mothers will have. You know what I'm saying like. I like having, I feel like I have more feminine kind of energy in me than masculine, but I still, I'm still a man, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't take away from myself, but it's more of recognising the energy within me and recognising who I am as a being, mm. you know what I'm saying? How I, how I, how I move through life, how I glide through the, cloud, the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's like understanding that I don't have to just barge people out my way. I don't have to make people know that I'm here and they have mm. to get out of my way or that, like, mm. you know, or that. Dominate. You, you yeah, you That's know what a saying? masculine energy. You, you That's know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. And you know, there's yeah. For me, there's a certain level to. I think I I I feel I I pref, prefer to have the balance between the two. I prefer mm -hmm. to to be aware and be conscious of the two energies within me. I be you know, and to know that when someone's feeling sad around me, I can I am allowed to share their pain. I'm allowed to share that sadness because you know I'm having a bond. I'm having a connection with them. I'm I'm not gonna block that out just because it makes me feel weak or mm. you know it makes me feel like less of a man. It makes me feel like a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm no. It's nothing to do with it. It's more it, for me. It's, it's like knowing that if you if if you know too much of one thing is 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 not good. They say you know. Um, you know, but it's just too, too much of whatever it is, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is, for me, it's, I think it's just too toxic if you if you just like constantly trying to be the macho, trying to be masculine, trying to be this mm -hmm. big broad like thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, it's definitely I think it's worked more in my favor that I've that I've held on, or I've, I've addressed my my feminine feminine energy because it's it, it was you know as growing up as a guy, it's gonna be like you know. I'm looking at my, my friends and they're all like m very manly, very like, you know, the image, the I see general image anyway. Like, what, like, what, so what, is, what image is that then? That like, you know, like, just someone who looks strong, they don't like, 
You don't, they don't show, they don't cry, they don't cry around in public, they don't like look weak, they like, I like the way you said that, in public. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everybody I, cry. But I was going to say, I was going to say like, in, in, around company, but mm. it's like, I'll say in public more than I'll say in company, just because in public you're still in company kind of thing, mm -hmm. they're, still, they're still there, you know what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm making a general statement by saying public, so it's like, out in the open. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know so, I'm going like, that's why I was yeah. saw it. Right. <laughs> that's so, why I was saw it. Well, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, so there's like there's there's none of that. I think there's it, watching that, watching watching them be like that, and then um, addressing myself looking in the mirror. I was like, I'm not that guy. I don't see that guy when I look in the mirror. I don't feel like that guy. Like you know what I'm saying. So what am I? Am I? Am I supposed to be a woman? Then am I a woman? Then you know what I'm saying. And these are the questions that like, I literally grew up asking myself. Wow. You know what I'm saying. So. That's where I realized it was getting no, that's 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 not right. Something's not right here. I should be feeling like what kind of questions is that, mm. right? So it's like that's when I realized, right? No, wait, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. It's just who I am. You know what I'm saying? And when when I used to watch like you know the like you know famous people say, oh, just be yourself, be yourself. You know, I was like, who is who is self? Who is who is me? Who am I? You know what I'm saying? Um, and. Yeah, addressing addressing that was was definitely one one thing. Um, I'm definitely proud of that I've, I've come out and done. I think it's like that I didn't I didn't fall uh, victim to to that kind of trauma. But it can be traumatizing when you ask me, when you're a kid. You ask yourself, "Am I really a woman?" Like, because you're watching this TV program, mm. like people changing their genders. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's and, the day and age that we're living in now, and that's probably some of the questions that a lot of young people are having to ask themselves because of the same reasons you were asking yourself because how society have made us think that mm. a man should be mm. you know and not everyone has that inner information to know that actually I'm allowed to just be mm. I don't have to go to one side mm. or the other I can be right down the fucking middle mm. Mm. yeah exactly exactly and um and that's why I've, like you know it is I I'm gonna make it into like a mantra kind of thing for myself, but it's mm -hmm. it's like a thing a th I don't know what you call it, I don't know, it's a law. Maybe a law, I think it is a law. But balance. Mm -hmm. Balance has been at the forefront of like everything I do, you know what I'm saying? Um not always because sometimes you do have to tip the scales. But mm -hmm. balance is and, and I mean even tipping the scales, knowing what to tip the scales, that is balance because at times you have to tip then you you know then you balance right so it's like you sometimes you have to um I have to understand that just because um you know as we're talking about masculinity like as you know just because I am a man I was born into a male body it doesn't mean I have to be any kind of one way you know mm. like and this is then where it brings it back to the earlier point of where my my art. Is you know my art is is multi layered. It's like mm -hmm. has mo multiple elements in, in involved to make it what it is. You know what I'm saying, and that's where really like for me, yeah, just just knowing how to how to how to um balance yourself between masculine and feminine, and how to utilize that. You know what I'm saying. For me, it's like I cry sometimes when I need to to myself and but even recently I've been crying more often in the last year that I cried ever like yeah and it's because I feel like I'm coming more into myself. I feel them mm. I'm starting to feel things I've held back for so long, you mm. know. And I've been crying in front of people which I don't 
normally do. I always hold back the tears, like literally even when normal. Like I cry, I, I start crying randomly, like even at work sometimes. And it's like I have to hold it back. I just hold, I hold it back. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 it's, it's strange that that happens. You know, but it's like just being able to just let it flow is a is a thing or is a thing I'm, I'm learning with, with right now. You know, just letting it flow, letting that 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 whatever sensation it is, whether it be pain, whether it be like pleasure, whatever that is, let it just flow, let it just be, you know, and just observe it in a sense. I like I like observation, I like observing things. I just like observing myself and observing everything right around me. So, you know, I like sometimes just taking the, the kind of backseat to and just, just watching because it's not like I'm taking myself out of the moment. I'm in the moment, observing the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. I'm like it, it's it's I don't know, some people may argue with it, may, you know, whatever, but that's how I just look, that's how I look at it. Um, and, you know, and I'm like, okay, so I'm crying. You know, why am I crying? Um, should I, should I continue crying? Is that a good thing to do right now? Um, and, you know, then it's like, okay, cool. Maybe right now is not a good time for me to cry. Let me just dry my eyes and I'll, I'll, if it, I'll cry later, you know what I'm saying? Something mm. like that. But there's times when, because you don't cry, don't cry often, it's like I have to let it flow sometimes because mm. I don't know if I hold it back how it's going to come out the next how it's going to manifest you know yes exactly and and then that's where that that um comes back to the manifesting thing is like the when you're when you're when you're that looking like you're that kind of um that guy that can't be touched you know what I'm saying it's like you teach that to your kids but then it's like how how they perceive it you know what I'm saying what kind of things are you then neglecting mm. you know what I'm saying because for me it's strength to know to know that it, to even know my, how my feminine energy is is a strength you know what I'm saying mm. it's not like it's not a weakness knowing that it's there knowing how to utilize it knowing that it can be used for good it mm -hmm. can be used to, to better my life you know what I'm saying it's not going to bring my make my life worse mm -hmm. I may feel some pain because yeah because that's what sometimes you, you feel things <laughs> you know you're allowed to feel, allowed it, to feel and it. it and that's the thing is a lot of the time is that you know men are not allowed to feel a lot of straight mm. women will go to a man oh like why are you being like that or mm. you've been there you've been you know and then saying those comments and it's just like well hold on i was there when you were crying and eating your ice cream but what about me i just mm. i just got let off from work like and mm. do you know what i mean it's yeah, little yeah, things like yeah, that it's yeah. like there has to be that that balance between yeah. both people yeah. and understanding that yeah like a man is allowed to express his emotions because mm. then you know, like it becomes toxic, and then, mm. like you're saying, it's like having to then question when you can feel. Mm. Why are you questioning when you can feel? And that's mm. obviously what comes a bit more naturally to women, mm. because we feel a lot mm. in in our process of being a woman. Mm. You know, like with periods and mm. all of that sort of mm. things that like we're always made to remember mm. to feel. Mm. You know what I mean? So, mm. it's 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 really it's really interesting to hear your take on it and how you've enabled yourself to just be who you are mm. it's so difficult let alone being a man or a woman it's very difficult for any of us at this moment in time to really stay focused on what really matters i think sorry to go on but like no. just one more point it's, it's i think it it affected my art as well my creativity um affected what i wrote, wrote about really it affected what i wrote about and how i wrote about it okay. um because i wouldn't use certain words i wouldn't say certain phrases in a, in a way i would say them and i'll be i'll be scared to write them down and then you know 
once I started to see, I, like, as again, like observing, so I have to observe this because, you know, if you want to master, if you want to be master of self, you have to be observant of self. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I'm watching this one, and once I know, I noticed it, you know, I kind of brushed it off, but I noticed it, you know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's something that I'm definitely going to address, or I'm, I am addressing, like, you know what I'm saying, consciously and subconsciously, um, you know, is getting to the point where you can just write, you know what I'm saying? You can just be, because then it does... To some degree that it does affect our, our daily lives mm -hmm. whether we at work whether we do this or whatever with our kids with our friends our peers you know in our relationship it does it does bleed into those things you know and, and you have to realize and observe how you how it bleeds into those things you know so me allowing my feminine energy to take over i think it better improved my writing improved the quality that the feeling i got from reading back what i wrote mm -hmm. it improved it over time you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and, and i noticed i noticed that no, I'm, I'm, I'm better for it. Mm -hmm. And that's all we could ever really ask for, is for ourselves to to be better through the things that happen to us. Really? You know? It's just one of them things that we have to address because it doesn't go away mm. at the end of the day. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to... Well, you touched on it kind of like, you know... How do you feel in your realization of toxic masculinity? How do you feel that you will use the things you learned to be a parent? So how how would you do things differently? Like how would you implicate those things into your child's life of what it is to be? Or um, so I would. <clears throat> For me, I definitely want to be able to listen to my kid more. Um, you know, a lot of times we get talked by getting talked at. Um, you know, and not really listen too much. You know, I heard someone say when I was doing youth work, um, and well, I was I was volunteer. I was a volunteer youth worker at the time actually. And I, I was I think I just come out of college. And someone touched that, touched on the point that teenagers just want to be heard, you know, mm -hmm. they just want to be listened to. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely something I definitely want to be able to uh, allow my kids to, to be able to do my children, allow, you know, for them to be able to do, to be able to talk and I'll be listening. And they know that I'm listening, you know what I'm saying? For me, I felt that that's one thing I lacked in my, in my childhood growing up, you know. Um, you know, it's just someone to just actually listen to what I'm saying, you know. Um, and also because I'm so cre I'm a creative being, it's 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 kind of um I I probably have a I have a I have a space where they can open up create a space whether it be um it, like I don't know what it kind of space will be but it's like a space where they can just create things and do whatever they um they wish to do um i don't know how to answer the question it's, it's a very like for me i haven't really thought about it much mm. you know what i'm saying and so i don't really want to give a, a direct answer because like for me i'm, I'm ever evolving every changing so, and things anything i say now i'm always gonna kind of find a way to make make improvements mm. um so yeah i'm just 
I'm gonna give them that make sure they have that a face where they can they know that I'm open, you know what I'm saying? I'm open to their, to to who they are. Mm-hmm. Let them be who they are. Know them, you know, teach them about themselves. Cause I mean, I find even teach them about themselves. Cause the only one they can teach them about themselves is themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're the one living their life. So at the same time, I have to allow them that. As I said, allow them that environment to do so, um, and to be so. Um, there's just I don't know. I'm gonna have to teach them about teach them about balance. I guess so, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. There's, 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 I think there's a few things I'll do, but there's like, you know, just I'm just going to try to be the best me I can be and try to show them that, look, you know, this is how I, this is how I looked at it. You don't have to look at it the same way I do, mm. you know, and I don't want to force my, uh, my opinions or my, my, my feelings or anything, my ideologies on you. Like you are a separate being to me, mm. you, you know what I'm saying? I may, you may piss in my face sometimes and you may spit <laughs> at me and you may shit in the car <laughs> like you know but you know you came you came from me or part of me so it's like one of them, you're still a separate entity growing up and you're going to be an adult and you know it's one thing it's one thing i um i, I think i'm definitely want to definitely uh what do you call it um i don't know where right now so i'm not, not going to use it but i want to allow my i'll treat my kid like an adult mm. right uh, like they really? Have, what do you mean by that? In a sense that I'll give them tasks to do like an adult. Give them things to do like, you know, make sure they know what a bank statement is. Like, you know, like make them feel what it's like to pay rent. Make them feel what it's like to have responsibilities. Oh my God, man. That's, no, that's, that's no. a lot. What, another two? No, it's not <laughs> two, but obviously. But like, they, I mean, even that too. There, there's some kids in Africa that you think that don't need to do. Not even just Africa, but in, in places where, you know, that there's poverty that mm-hmm. are doing multiple things at two and it's amazing mm-hmm. they can actually even do that at two you know but it's like they shouldn't have to be doing that at two but they can do it at two so what does that tell you about kids mm-hmm. right what does that tell you about a kid right you are a child sorry some people don't like kid the word kid was, it means baby goat but you know what does that tell you about a child right and how powerful and how strong they are because a child at two can learn to do so many things can cook for you like can go get your water can go fishing can come back and do everything and still and still you know have the house in order at two like what kind of crazy thing is this right no everyone's thinking no two year old should be should, should be doing that or should have to do that and and i think for for the most part you're right but then also are you fully totally 100 percent right because then even if even if i'm i'm being a productive parent my mom and the, and the mother sorry is being a productive parent and she's looking after the kids right if we can see the two-year-old can look after herself, yeah, I leave the two-year-old. She go cook a dinner, come back, and she got home. <laughs> she got home sandwich. She got juice box. She got like cartons. She said, "Don't be like that." Like you know, if I see that she could do that, right? Like even if she don't have to use a stove to make the food, like she could just you know make a sandwich or whatever simple thing, but. She can go make her food for herself and come back and not ask you for nothing and don't make no noise about it. Don't cry to me like, oh, you know, me needy. I'd be like, oh my god, baby, you're amazing. You just, you just literally hit the nail on the head there. In the, of what you're saying is, that's mantle there. You just said mantle, because mm. a child is meant to be dependent on a parent. You're saying that the child's being needy and mm. asking you to make them something. Yeah, I mean, has that been needy? No, they are your like so. That, okay, don't take it too. Don't take it too far. <laughs> I know I said two year old, so I know I'm understand a two year old. Yeah, you should obviously still depend on them. No, parent. but either way, but, if it's a child, it's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, it's like it's obviously, your duty yeah. as a parent to 
listen and like you were saying you want you, you want to listen to your children but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's right, like, right. I get what you're saying I'm not dismissing what you said yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that language yeah, yeah, there yeah, yeah, I yeah. only hear from men yeah, I don't hear yeah. that from mothers mm, that mm, can't get a break mm, for themselves when mm, all their kids are screaming and this that blah blah mm, blah blah blah, blah. Mm, they don't see it as them being needy in a bad way no, yeah, they're yeah, needing yeah. because they're a child and you're the parent and mm, you're meant to provide mm, and you're meant mm, to do you know what I mean so that I just have to touch on that because some people may not no, really I get like, that. You get what I mean? No, I get that. 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 I get yeah, cool. I need is probably the bad word, a wrong word to use, right? But it's like, you know when a child is just being like, being a child, obviously, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's like, it's like, oh, they had, they had, they had Oreo, a pack of Oreos, right? I bought a pack of Oreos, say a pack, buy a pack of Oreos, okay. and it's like, there's six, there's six packs of four in a whole box of Oreos, and I hold a whole box of Oreos. And now, it's just been like, say, one day, right? Not even the end of the day, and like, oh, yeah, the packs are done, and the child's like, I want more, like, you know, and they're just like pestering you for more, right? I'm not saying that, yeah, a child should just go to the shop and come back and we'll get a <laughs> No, of course not. But it's like, you know, um, there's things of like, okay, cool, maybe I should bought two packs. There's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not so. I'm oh, not so, give them one biscuit a day. Yeah, I'm not so rigid. You know, yeah, obviously, give them, obviously, I'm not gonna let them have a whole pack. I'm like, you know what I mean? It's, but it's, but it's you just said that. What if they ate it all? You just exactly, said, so you're exactly. changing your story. Don't but, change your story. No, but it's We're like, trying to picture this in our brains. Now you're changing the story. Get back to the story. The story is the packet gone. Right. Cool. It all gone. So, so Charlie, like, yes. Yeah, so. and, and they're nagging you about it. Like, for me, it's just like. They do things like that all the time, where it's like you know, you you, you finish you finish something, you gotta go back. I mean, I was like that as well. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. I'm, you are that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you love food. Yeah, I do. You would probably eat the packet too. <laughs> so what are you moaning about? No, I'm not actually. I'm actually that child who eat the whole packet. I'll, I'll eat the whole packet in one go. No lie. So it's like, it's, I mean, and and obviously being a child, right? You're thinking, oh, I'm just, I, I just, you just think about yourself in that moment. Right? You just think, I just need the whole pack of like another pack of Oreos. Buy another pack of Oreos. I'm right but it's like knowing knowing that okay cool like maybe i should not eat the whole Oreos. if it's small as a child if i know if i know as a child because children right we they're kind of like because they're like open books right you can kind of feed them anything and they're gonna they're gonna take it in you know what i'm saying so also you have to be careful what we put into it so it's like if if for instance right whatever i fed the child up until that moment right to make the child then Evil be like, oh, pestering me about to get another pack, and obviously, I, I probably in that moment probably wouldn't get another pack. Mm. I would just probably let them make noise. Probably do something else. I don't know, find some way to like kind of distract them from that thing. You know, what I'm saying to make them realize that you don't actually want the other. You don't want another pack of Oreos. You just want something. You want something to fill that kind of need or want. You don't actually want a pack of Oreos. You just think you do. You know, but it's like if they were, if they, if they were, for instance, get to that point and they're like. You know what? I got a whole pack of oil. I don't need to eat the whole pack now. Maybe they ate two packs and like, oh my god, I ate two packs. Maybe I should slow down. If a child thought like that, and I can see, I see that the child was like, proper thinking about the second, the third pack of Oreos, and they stopped themselves. Or you know, even if they ate a whole pack and they're thinking about another pack, and they stopped themselves from actually wanting this, the, that to go that extra mile. I'd be like, well done. You deserve a reward for that because most adults are not even like that. You know what I'm saying? 
but we can we can actually we can actually grow and raise our children to be in a, in, in a way to, to act more mature than you know what I'm saying they don't have to be like full blown adult paying rent and doing things they don't have to but be you just that. said you no. just said no, exactly. I wanted to know, not do it. They want, they have to know, but I didn't know coming out. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how the tax system works right now. No, I don't and, think. I don't think any but the person is, that went to school in this country was taught those things. Like that's, but that's at an age. No, but then that were. is actually going to come. That's why some, that's where? They were because the rich teacher, the, the rich children, the rich teach their children to be rich and how to be rich. Mm. So they know how to read a bank statement by the time they're ten. They're reading. Most of them are reading that. That's how, and most of them, them ones are reading bank statements and stuff. They're still successful and they're still making the parent, mm. still but still making money. See, but it's like it's, it's I'm saying it's what we teach the children, right? Because mm, like, like if you treat a child like a child, right? That child's more or less like just like giving them, giving them, and just like no, or even no, not. No, no. That's the I've got. A, even, uh, that's not how you bring up a child. No, that's no. the Western way but to bring not, up a child I mean, to that, consume and to eat Oreos. Not, <laughs> not, not <laughs> just not. Yeah, yeah. Not just that. It's not just. Is there's giving and then there's like just treat them like they're inferior they're like they're just children like they're mm. just like literally your children like you're you're above them and they're like having like that dominant 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 yeah. submissive kind of um relationship with them it's mm -hmm. like if you treat that child like they don't know nothing their whole life they're gonna feel like they don't know nothing their whole life yeah but if but you treat they, them if you treat don't. them if they treat if you treat them like they don't know nothing. I mean we don't they don't know, know nothing. Them, like they say that children come in and. They, they they know their being like they know their mission or whatever, but it's through through the world that then they discover it. And I feel like that personally, but it's like it is. I think personally that it's it's our duty to teach our children. And I I think I agree with you. Like in the fact of as young people, we should know about real life issues like taxes yeah, yeah. and blah blah yeah, yeah, yeah. but I cannot stop my child from being a child because I work with children yeah, and yeah, I see course. how children are and children are not in the mental state more time to make massive fucking decisions to do with their body or whatever so all mm. of this thing that oh my god children are so this and that they're also they're, they're, they follow yeah, exactly. they exactly. they say some things like a lot of the time like when i work with some kids mm. you can tell they have older siblings mm. because they speak in a way that they've heard that older siblings speak and rare, rare, rare. but it doesn't mean that they can actually fathom the reality mm, of yeah. the decisions yeah. that they're making yeah, yeah, and the yeah, things yeah, that they're doing yeah, so for exactly. me yeah, as I, I can't as someone who mm. teaches children like mm. i i can't put so much pressure as well on a young being mm. to know about society i would rather my child experience their childhood mm. and have a normal or whatever there's no such thing as normal but mm. have a a space to be young and mm. to be mm. free mm. and not to just put all of this societal bullshit mm. onto them at that precious age because from the time they're born to the age of seven those are the ages that can damage them mm. and if mm. you're putting all of your shit onto your child mm. and you think you're going to help them in the future like you're actually damaging them like mm. there's children mm. that have mm. to be parents to their own um you know parents mm. and how that damages them and they don't have the ability to tap mm. into their own imagination mm. like for me mm. i think that's toxic mm. um I, but i i see the point of them mm. having that respect as a being and not mm. trying to put your own um 
my deals and stuff mm, on mm, them. Mm, do you know mm, what I mean? But mm. it's like, who am I, especially as someone who's been a child, mm. to take away someone's childhood? Mm, like mm, people mm, like mm. Michael Jackson, if he maybe had a childhood, maybe he would not have been the way that he was. Mm, but he did. Sometimes when you don't have something in life, mm, it mm. then becomes your obsession to obtain that mm, because you never mm, had that. Mm, so it's like, mm. for me, that's just my perspective on mm, it. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah, you made a good point, but it made me realize in what I was saying. It's like, you know, it may sound like I'm pressuring the kid, but it's not like I'm pressuring the kid, you know. I'm just letting the kid know, look, you're a kid now, you can enjoy yourself, bro. <laughs> mm -hmm. But know that when you get out there, I, when I came out into the world, like, you know, it's like my dad taught me some things, but there was like things I, I wish he had, he had taught me, you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm just letting you mm -hmm. know, you, you need to know that early, because if you don't know that early, mm -hmm. you're going to be behind everybody. Definitely else. before you got, you got, you got to catch up. after secondary you know school. But I'm saying even during secondary school, that kid, like, I, I believe, like, I, I believe, like, the brain I have and the mind I have and what mm. my, my dad had. No, but I mean, you know like, them to know those stuff oh, yeah, yeah, before like, they leave secondary I think, school. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. That, definitely. Like, when we do one of that, PSC and all of that, we should be doing that. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, by secondary school, that's a key moment, like, to know these things. But then that's when it actually becomes apparent, because then you don't get taught, it's like you don't get taught, learn up until that moment. And you get dashed out into the ocean and thinking, like, yeah, I'm gonna just swim. Like, no, it's like some of them do. Obviously, some people pick it up. But it's like, it's like, right? No, no, no one showed me this. Like, what I'm just gonna, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like for me, it's unfair going through that as a parent and then having my child to go through that again. I'm like, nah, bro, bro, nah, bro. I got you, fam. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know this before beforehand. Like, the thing is, and then it's like also depend on the child. I'm not gonna force anything onto the child because mm -hmm. for me, I know how to. I'd say I'm not a teacher, but I'm not, I'm not. I've been in so many different schools. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like. I've seen good, bad, and ugly teachers. You know what I'm saying. I haven't seen even. I haven't seen the worst. Cause I've seen some like like horrific events in classrooms. Mm. I'm just like, wow, bro. Or even heard stories from my school how it used to be. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, I know that each child is different. You gotta teach them in different ways. You have to mm. adapt and evolve your teaching um skills and what you how you teach and how you approach that child. Mm -hmm. Um, you know when you go to teaching them. Uh, you know. So for me, it's like. If, if 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 I see my child is like, is it, you know, he, he responds in a certain way, it does certain things in a certain way. I have to like find a way then to interact with you better. Mm. You know, say how are we gonna communicate because yeah, like there was rigidness in my, my me and my dad's relationship that I've seen that I don't want with my children. You know, what I'm saying there's like there's it's like I'm running a brick wall and it's not moving. You know, yeah. and he feels the same way, but it's like because you're not if you're not trying to budge or shape change your shape, I can't run through. I can't run through you, and I we can't run together. We you know there'll be like you know what I'm saying. It's like we're not gonna um <clears throat> create that that flow of like um what's the word there like uh I go back to earlier conversation really that we were having, but then I mentioned the um the flow of energy and stuff going mm -hmm. around. But um it's like. It's just having that kind of um so me and me me and Chantal were having a, a conversation earlier and uh, I brought up like this image was in my head the infinity sign and you know it was just in the moment having a conversation so this is not just to talk about infinity but this is more just how the flow of energy works between parent and child it's like having the parent in one loop the child in the other and the, f the flow of energy is going around in an infinity loop because obviously energy flow is infinite so that's why it's infinite sign right but it's flowing around and it's flowing around in that in it, that infinite loop but then when there's like um certain barriers you know what i'm saying that like when you're 
like when you have something by between the parent and child like if like for instance you know one of you just being stubborn whether it's the, ch the parent or the child that that flow whether it is actually flowing like that it is not it's it's, it's knocking against each other and i'm rebounding back you know what i'm saying there may be little bits of going through and going around but then it's just hitting a wall and it's just fuzzing out mm. so it's like how do you how do you reduce that fuzz you know what i'm saying how do you take it out take it out rub it out rub it out until you actually float again like you know what i'm saying how do you actually because i mean not every parent and child has the perfect relationship and you know not every parent loves their child which is you know you know what i'm saying so it's you're not always going to have that that flow that you know that flow there with every parent and child so it's like knowing just knowing what you want, I guess, is, is gonna be key in that in, in, in that thing. But it's like for me, I want I want to have that that environment where we do flow. You know what I'm saying? If if like my if my child don't like me and you don't like being around me, that's fine. You don't have to be around me. You know what I'm saying? If that's it, just as you after you grow up and you you want to move out of this and yeah, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But if I gotta look after him, I have to look after you, my child. You know what I'm saying? But it's one of those things that like if you wanna lock yourself in a room and play with your toys or do whatever you do in your room, obviously I can't check in. You're not gonna try to be like neglect you because you're in the room. But it's like you know. I'm gonna let you do you because you you're doing you. You're happy. I ain't hearing you crying. You're not doing anything. You know, like making sure you're. I check up on you. Make sure you're alive at least. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crazy experience you're doing? Mm. But you know, like I wanna have that space where that you know they they can talk to me. I can talk to them. Mm. We can share things. You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna feel like they have to hide anything. I don't wanna be able to. I don't wanna. I don't wanna make them feel like I'm hiding anything. I don't mm. wanna. Like you know, I don't wanna be that have this passive passive aggressiveness or you know it's like. Just it, it it's just not needed. I think you know. So I, I feel I don't. It's it's, it's, uh, it's weird. <laughs> you know. Um, speaking about the, the original, there was an original point to the whole thing, but you know, no. kind of went from the right there. Sorry. It's all flowing. That's how that's how we roll when conversations need to be had. We just want it to flow, and I just think you know. I think we all have that. That. Um, preconceived notion that a father is more discipline disciplinary than the mum mm. and all of this you mm. know authoritative mm. and like oh my god if I tell my dad and <gasps> mm. like all of that sort of stuff mm. and it's just like mm. you know I mean I guess some pe you know some people don't even have that opportunity they only have a mum that maybe has to take on that energy but it's like I think that's more damaging because mm. you shouldn't fear your dad and yeah, you shouldn't yeah. feel that you can't speak to him because the way that I see it, the role of the, of the father is like the protector. So the protector should be so warm mm, and mm, inviting mm, mm, that you allow yourself to be protected by mm, it, but mm. not in a way that is of possession and of ego and of the things that are not fruitful. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That can become very twisted and bitter and self-serving and mm. not for everyone. Mm. You know, mm. and it's like I think that's where it needs to get. It needs to get to that angle. Yeah. You know, with some fathers. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean? you, know you touched on a good point because you see, like, <clears throat> you see the way, like, you know, the kind of father I want to be. Even though I mentioned all those things, sometimes I think like. Is my goal so big that it's gonna actually stress out my kids? That you know, like being in my footsteps, you know, walking in my shadow kind of thing. Is it? Am I gonna be overbearing? Am I gonna be like, um, you know, like that? You're asking the impossible here. Like, you know, am I? Am, am I gonna be like? Are they gonna kind of despise me because you know they they were forced into this kind of into this kind of lifestyle that that 
that I have that they now have to kind of either do the same or mm. they're just going to be like neglected or left out and I don't want to have that kind of space like no matter if like I want to I want to um, build a school out in, out in Canada like an art school and you know and to build the kind of school I'm, I'm looking to build it I'm going to need like a lot of funds and a lot of resources and you know I have a lot of big goals and dreams and it's like if I actually do have happen to to get those achieve those goals and dreams and I have kids in, 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 in that in that life you know or in this life I say but in this life um, <laughs> you know am I am I gonna be a self-serving parent because you know I'm watching a show recently and the guy had all the success he was like famous in town and this that he helped build half the town and, you know but he was a psycho parent psycho dad like mm. and the, the thing wasn't even psycho like that it was psycho because it was it was, he was he was like passive with it because it wasn't like he would, it wasn't like he would yeah he's he's big built and he's very like overbearing and he's very like you know like like you don't want to talk bad to him you know what I'm saying but in the sense that you wouldn't see if you were looking like just looking at the family but behind closed doors he was doing some crazy stuff you know what I mean having, he he had, yeah he was having like like having like um. Basically, he's having sex with like transgenders. Yeah, like a maybe has like a fantasy for or like a, a fetish for trans transgender um people, uh, or women. Well, men. I don't know what it was that he liked about whatever it was, but he had he had this thing where he videoed them and he would like do a little thing where he puts their, his finger in their mouth and video and doing it, have a little conversation. It's weird. I and mean, like this guy is a straight guy who has a, a beautiful family. Is his son's a star quarterback and you know he has he has the best chili in town and he built he has a business booming but then you're doing this behind closed doors and it's like you know <clears throat> it was a strange watching that because i don't want to be that kind of parent where the kid feels like ah yeah i want to be i want to have to i want to have to like dominate because dad is like that you know what i'm saying but i just want to i would see even me i was like that you know I, my dad did music so i did music you know what i'm saying more or less like you know the the maths, he liked maths, and I like maths like this. I don't know, it's naturally happened, you know what I'm saying? It was like, is it, is it, is it me, or is it I'm just trying to fulfill his boots, you know what I'm mm. saying? So I want them to know, uh, I want them to at least to understand that, you know, whatever you're doing, I want you to do it for yourself, not just because I say to do it, and I say it's right, you know what I'm saying? Understand that where I'm coming from is because I've seen how the world is, and I feel like if you have these tools, when you go out into the world, you'll be a better man for it. You'll be better prepared for what the world throws at you because you have these tools already in your shed, you know what I'm saying? If you don't have these tools, you have to acquire these tools out in the world. And it's harder to acquire these tools when you don't have them, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like if you if, if I give you these tools and you take them out, that's that's cool to use you. But if you don't want to take these tools, you know, I'm still trying to make sure you get these tools. Because <laughs> I ain't trying to go, I ain't trying to, you know, let, let you leave the house a fool. But... It, if that so if that so be the case then that so be the case because then you have to that's your journey that's your path you're gonna have to learn my friend you know what I'm saying because I have to learn you know what I'm saying I have to be stubborn with my life I have to choose to take risk after risk you know what I'm saying I started on the entrepreneurial paths like eight years ago I, I learned about entrepreneurship and and becoming a millionaire and living a wealthy life and aspiring big and how to how to get into that mentality how to tap into that mentality how to master oneself how to how to dominate like your field and how to be a better person and all these kind of things you know what i'm saying and i'm just like well yeah cool some people are happy where they, where they are as you know like having this life my kids were born in this life you know like with this out of house like you know normal size house or i live in a flat or an apartment building and you know um 
they were just the public school and whatever, you know what I'm saying? They will probably still be happy, you know what I'm saying? And, and all right. But then it's like, what else? Um, what else? Like, there were still limits, you know what I'm saying? Still, there's still limits to what they can sometimes feel. Cause in, in, even when you're, even if you're middle class, like, you still feel like there's certain things you can't have, you know what I'm saying? You still feel like, like I need something more, like you know, and I don't want to feel like that, but I want to feel like that. But you need to have that thing of you don't that you don't have that you want because you, if you that thing you want, then what are you really doing? Because we all want something, we all want to go somewhere. Mm, but so, I, but I, I, feel, I can't disagree with that. Mm. I can't disagree with that because to me that's a consumerist mindset, and that's when people never become satisfied for anything that they have because they're always aspiring for more instead of being blessed with what they have in the moment. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with aspiring to reach your dreams, but mm. to me, when I was hearing that, it just sounds that that's the men, that's the mentality mm. that this society wants us to have. That it's never enough. Mm. It's never mm. enough, mm. and it's like more time with these people that have the big houses, have the big cars, mm. have the mm. business, that have all of those things. They're still unhappy mm. because mm. they haven't hit the, the the nail in the head. Is actually to find peace, and peace mm. is not to just mm. be in silence. Mm. Peace is to be able to deal with the madness around you and mm. still be centered mm. do you get what i mean it's mm. like when does that ever end because mm. it doesn't end mm. because we see all these people and look how many, they have things that they what is the point mm. what is the mm. point and it no, never ever point. ever no, ends because you want more more mm. more even drake said that mm. he said the way he moves in it in in the probably why he's become so successful because mm. he just wants more mm. and more of it and maybe that's why he can adapt himself and on all of that but it's like for me that's that's you know i think aspire to mm. follow your dreams mm. but don't always long for yeah. something and always yeah, yeah, look definitely. at what you have and despise it because it's not something yeah. else it's not the latest Play PlayStation. It's not the latest. That's the thing. Car. It's and not that, the it like. And that's the thing. It never that's, ends. And that's the thing because obviously, because what how I said it, there's a lot of things that I couldn't say, but I had to squeeze everything into a nutshell. Mm. But that comes along with it. What I'm mm. saying because I have to teach them within all that that, that I'm that I'm doing because obviously I I still want the kind of luxurious kind of lifestyle, but then it's like I know I may want it, but it's like it's 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 not really it's not really a necessity. You know, I just want it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because I didn't have it. You know what I'm mm. saying? But it's like, I want to be able to just be able to do nothing. If I ever wake up one day and I'll be like, I don't want to do nothing to, for the next month. I just want to just chill and relax. But you still have I want income. To, exactly. I want to be able to do that. I want them, I, I don't want them to, I don't want to, to feel like if I stop working for a month, my child ain't eating. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to take my child for a six month holiday, well, obviously they'll probably be like, I don't know where, how, how old they're going to be or what kind of school they're going to go to. Take a six month holiday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really you gotta let the, the, the child out of school you for a six months. But you know that, that that's an option too. But um, you know, they want to take them for a six month holiday. I'll, I'll take them off for a six month holiday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? With no with no detriment to them. You know what I'm saying? They they enjoying they enjoying life and they're actually still learning mm. while they're on holiday. They're not stopping learning things. Mm. They're learning things. They're seeing things. Experiencing things. Learn more things. than the kids that are sitting at the school. I tell you. Exactly. <laughs> and learning differently because they're learning yeah, through the actual body, learning through hearing, learning through it. All their senses are opening while they're learning. At school, you only really use your eyes and your ears. Mm. I mean, I told see your hands as well and touch and whatever. Mm. But they don't really explore it like like mm. like that. You know, say so they don't really give you that. I mean, some schools probably do offer you that kind of that kind of thing. You know, like I'll say my school probably wouldn't didn't really offer all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, 
But it's, it's one of the things, yeah, that having to learn that in a different, other than just textbooks all day, man. Textbooks ain't even, textbooks ain't even all factual anyway. Like. <laughs> but you know what, talk, like, touch, touching on that, it's like at the ASD schools that I work at, it's more tailored to the individual and it's more, you know, using all the different senses and mm. how that person learns mm. and incorporating that into the curriculum, into mm. the daily structure. Mm. You know, obviously with people that have autism, it's very different. They mm. need to be um, taught about routine and mm. certain things. Mm. So you have to mm. really put, you know, I've worked uh, from babies to at secondary schools. So I've seen, them, you know, how mm. these little things implicated from a young age can then help them deal with reality mm. or, or deal with society really to mm. be honest mm. and, and tr- mm. sudden change because mm. people that want to say can't deal with things that just you know are mm. out of routine mm. um but it's like i wish that some of that was implicated into mm. mainstream schools mm. because i've worked in mainstream schools as mm. well and it's like the child that doesn't learn how everyone else learning mm. learns like what you said is just literally by what they see and what they Mm. vomit back out that the mm. teacher just said to them because mm. they, they're just remembering they only use their memory basically mm. Mm. because I'll tell you the truth like I can't remember hardly anything I, I was I was taught at school mm. like I literally cannot remember anything mm. and, but it's like I learned in a different way mm. the reason why I excelled at certain things like mm. sports and that is because it was active it was physical mm. things like drama like it's active it's mm. movement it's mm. expression mm. like mm. sitting at a table and there's a board and some teachers telling me especially when it came to fucking year 10 11 mm. it's like oh my god all of a sudden they I felt like I was I was put on like like these, these new batteries because mm. we all got to learn this stuff before these GCSEs mm. it's like you're not teaching me anything you're literally mm. just because of this whatever you want me to just learn this stuff and it's not I'm not going to ever use this shit yeah, ever yeah, in my life yeah. like I'm 30 years old and I've not used algebra because that's not my path mm. I'm not doing those certain things I think you know and, 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 and the thing that you know even though I think this they're actually making it worse for children now <laughs> but it's like I think that should be how children are taught, is singular to them as an individual. So, for instance, if some children, um, you know, have a short attention span or whatever, which most children do because they're children, doesn't necessarily mean they have a problem. But anyway, that's another thing. Mm. But, um, you know, you should be able to then take them outside. Some children go to... Um, like nature school and stuff like that. Like, they learn about plants. and Like, there's different ways, and I think... In this hustle and bustle that we are in, mm. it's difficult for parents to even think about that yeah, because yeah. they've got to pay the bills and yeah. they've got to work. So mm. I've been, you know, you might you just been told like, okay, you have a child, da, 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 you can put them in nursery, you can put them in school, and people just don't question; they just yeah, do. But yeah. a school mm. actually means like a like fish like bundled together that's what a school is school never existed in this country until after the victorian era mm. you know you remember like mary poppins and then you see the little kids doing the chimneys and a lot of them lived in the like the mass um working houses mm-hmm. and all of this shit so all of this bullshit that this country likes to make up that you know we're so educated we got schools no that was made it was a program to then conform the workers to Mm. society's positions Mm. because why are we at school for the same amount of time that we're pretty much going to be at work at Mm. because it's getting our bodies it's getting our minds and souls ready for that Mm. and more Mm. time we're all working so fucking hard for what 
that's not to me that's not life mm. that's not that's not life and it has to start at the, at, at the basics of what the fuck is this shit mm. what am i putting my child into i'm putting my child into a fucking system that is made for my child to comply because mm. that's what fish is fucking they, that's what they're going that way you're following the leader yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, and that's yeah. that's what it, that's like this is the reality. Know. You know, this is the reality and it's 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 sad but it's it's beautiful at the same time yeah, because yeah. we're old enough now that yeah. we've we've been through it to see it for what it is. Because exactly. at that time we didn't know. <laughs> and, and and that that takes me to this, like you saying all the things about like how you this you want to implement the what do you call it? The the, the, the ASD um, yeah, forms of education, yeah, so, so how they use like sensory things, and it's more to the individual. It was so dope you say that. I need to put that in my in my, in my notebook so I can add it to my to my, my notes for my school. So basically, my school is gonna teach like um from what the age one it was like it was like eleven to twenty four I think. So like eleven to twenty four four year olds um in. It's gonna teach them like obviously mainstream, like obviously the usual maths, um, English, science, mm. the history, the other stuff. But then it's gonna be uh, probably not history because <laughs> it's art school, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, but I mean, uh, we, we, history will come into history of arts and history of other stuff, other stuff that we teach. But we're gonna have sports, we're gonna have sports and a culinary, whatever. So each one probably have history in that department, right? Of the of that depart of that well department, let's say. But um. What's it? So, I want to I want to implement a way of teaching the kids in a way that there it is is it is like that. It's on the individual. So like we have obviously that normal classrooms we can teach in obviously, this, but this is the, the skeleton. So I don't know how this will how it will improve. But I don't give away too much of your secrets. No, of course <laughs> not. No, of course not. But I have to put it to the universe. So the universe knows that anyone who's I'm actually actively looking for teachers like future teachers that I'm actually gonna hire. Um, partners are gonna help me with the school, and people who are gonna like sponsor and whatever, do whatever, and work with me to actually build the school. Okay. Cause I need a bit. I need a huge team. Mm-hmm. Cause like it's gonna, it's gonna be like um, like I still have to. I I think I have the numbers written down. I can't remember all the numbers now, but I, I I'm like it's a few. It's a couple hundred teachers. I think I think about two hundred staff. So probably a bit, probably maybe more. But it's a big school, so I need a I need a <laughs> huge team. But it's like. I want to teach them in a way that they don't look at, for instance, they don't look at like algebra, right, as just algebra, as just letters and numbers together to make like equations and formulas, right, and, and they don't understand the formula. And then it's like everyone thinks or everyone has this misconception that they don't use what they learn in school in everyday life, like for instance, algebra, right, we don't, we don't consciously, um, uh, observe it as algebra but we actually use it in our everyday life to work out the time to in our day for instance 24 we have 24 hours in one day so we actually will work out how much time we have in that one day so we have like 24h in 1d you know what i'm saying it becomes it simply just like that becomes algebra right and then you break it down into how many t- how many hours in that day you get to sleep then you have eight sleep eight hours of sleep right and then you have the you can call it, you can call it A8HS or whatever, and you can just add, take away, minus, times, whatever, right? But we still use it, we just don't call it algebra. Mm. But it's algebra, and when you understand that, right, it makes your mind work a little bit different, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit different once you, once you realise that. So I want to make sure these kids understand that. I understand that there's not only just one way to look at what I teach you. Mm-hmm. There's multiple ways to look at things. And this is how, it's an art school. So you have to be creative. So everything is going to be like that. So culinary arts to the football, to the science of football, to the art of football, how you kick a ball, how you make the ball curve, how you make it like, it, that you can make a ball go like this and like that in the air. You can make it go like swerve in like two different directions in the air. You can make it go back and back on mm-hmm. itself like a wave in the air if you just kick it right with enough force. You know what I'm saying? And players can do this consciously because they've been kicking the ball so long. You know what I'm saying? And it's like how some kids look at that, it's amazing, I can never do that. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You know what I'm saying? You just got to know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? And so this is why the school, like, my that's that kind of one of the things about my school is going to teach them in that way of art. The art, teaching them, the art is teaching the kids, how, mm. teaching the future artists, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want a teacher. I want, like, I want a teacher, but it's like, you need to have, you need to be doing something. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you're, if you're teaching, if you're teaching, teaching maths, you have to be a, a mathematician or you're doing something great. You've done something great. You have that level of, of understanding of maths. Yeah, well that's when you usually become a lecturer at, at universities and stuff like that. That's the thing. Or doctor. I don't want, I don't want no lecturer. Like some in some cases, yeah, some classes probably have to be lectured in some cases. But it's like I don't want that kind of rigidness. I don't want that kind yeah, it's of too that's boring. Exactly. This is literally just talking at you. Exactly. It's like, well, yeah. I've I've not I've not gone to university, but I mean I'm, some 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 professors are more entertaining than others. Yes, mm. of course, because everyone is different. Of course, mm-hmm. but that whole thing of having having the man at the board, da 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 da, and you're sitting up in the bleachers, like it's like, mm, like let's make it let's make it a bit more entertaining, more interactive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I like having fun, and I want. If you're a child, fun is like at the forefront of your mind all the time. Exactly. <laughs> so you like you need to have fun. You need to have, like you know since take you you're gonna learn your basic, but then you're gonna like at one point in the, in the school in the school they're gonna branch off into mastering. So like so when I say mastering, they're gonna focus on what they wanna actually do. Mm. But I see the kids, so they're not really normal. They're just gonna like do it. So I still want to have to be able to to be flexible mm. but I still want them to know that there's a pathway you can master you can master something you know what I'm saying mm. put the time in and like you know whatever but yeah it's like they, yeah that the way to teach the kids that definitely has to change that 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 has to change like we can't have our kids growing up like this I want to take my kids to school and then see them come back nuts <laughs> 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 like, like what as they do like, as they do I mean it's, it's, yeah it's gonna happen in it but it's, it's, it's just like whoa man Wow, what what a conversation, what a podcast this has been. Damn, time has flown. I'm going to have to round it up a bit now. Um, but I feel like you've touched on already, like, some of your aspiration and goals for the future. But, yeah, like, what is the future for El Linko? So, what is uh, happening? <laughs> that's a good question. Can well, you, say, you say El Linko, and, um, obviously, like, I've always... I've, just, I'm gonna answer it, but it's like it's always weird when you have like a when you're you have a stage name and you have the actual being. So yeah, I'm Sean, but I'm El Linko. So it's like, what's El Linko doing? What's Sean doing? Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but um, now I'm currently not doing much in the way of music. Um, but I am, uh, I'm currently writing a second book. I'm looking to publish my first book, which might be turned into an ebook. So it's gonna be a book of poems. Mm-hmm. Um. I haven't put a date on that, but I really want to do that in the next couple of years, like next two years tops, um, mm-hmm. get that publishing out and then, you know, continue writing the second book. I don't know how long it's going to take to write it, but 
ain't got I ain't got timing on that either. Um, I'm doing forex trading. So right now forex trading is like my main thing um, that I'm doing. Um, the music will come after after I start being more successful in trading. I want to make sure I have my finances right, my money right before I get onto everything. Like, all right, right now I realize. I I've been doing things without a lot of money, but I haven't been doing. I've not been smart before. I've been doing so. Mm. I was like, I might as well just make money <laughs> instead of just throwing my money out there. You know what I'm saying? Just throwing it with me. So let me let me learn to make money, and then let me utilize my money in the fields I want to utilize it in. Mm -hmm. So yeah, going from there, I want to start off, well start a free vlog. I've already started my free vlog on Instagram, my Instagram page is king.l.linko, so it's king.el.linko uh, for anyone who wanted to know. But um, I have my Freestyle Chef Linko little segments on there where I get in the kitchen and I just cook up something, whatever, in the cupboard. Um, I want to take that to another level now and, you know, branch off into YouTube and, you know, my own website and stuff like that. So, you know, y'all can look out for all that stuff coming in the future, you know, but as I said, I'm just focusing on building, building right now. Yeah, that's the plan. Oh, and I'm 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 I'm, I'm migrating. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean's will, yeah, at his will. He's yeah. not being forced to do so at his will, and I'm really excited for Sean because this is gonna really change his life and make things manifest in his life. You know, like he said. He's taking some risk, and you're taking some more risk, aren't you, Sean? That's <laughs> what it is. What it is. What it is. Um, yeah. So after so long now, finally flying back to Canada. I'm um, gonna see mom. I ain't seen her in like almost twelve years now. I think it's been. Okay. Uh, so yes, yeah, it's, it's it's been a minute, and it, yeah, I'm super excited, super nervous, super emotional. <laughs> But yeah, I'm 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 just excited for the future. I just can't. I just you know I can say I can't wait, but I can't wait. But you know at the same time, you just, you just want to get there. But I still want to say goodbye to everybody. You know, there's a lot of things I'm actually leaving. I won't say leaving behind as such, but you know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that I that I'm gonna it's gonna be here that I can't reach no more. So you know, a lot of people, a lot of friends, and whatever you know, memories, experiences, and stuff. But I'm happy. I'm happy that you know it's finally happening. Bring it on 2020. Mm. Bring it on, baby. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming through. You're welcome. Oh, really Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute, absolute pleasure. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna, I just think I need a moment. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna end it here. Um, get in touch. Let me know how you feel about these podcasts. And stay blessed, man. Stay well. <laughs>